do you want to just start talking? I'm and nervous. Then I, are you? Oh, yeah. You just edit me out completely, yeah. It's like you answering your own questions. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Nick? Coming soon from the Radio Meanwhile Network, a new podcast. Welcome to This Endorian Life, a Star Wars podcast. I am Stephen Rudd. I'm Nick Gunning. You're doing kind of a nerd voice. Is that on purpose? Or is that just, <laughs> is that just coming out naturally? I just need to know. We're talking Ewoks. We're going to be looking at Return of the Jedi, Caravan of Courage, The Battle for Endor, all 26 episodes of the 80s Ewoks animated series. And if we're really feeling ambitious, we might even cover some of the Marvel comics. My Endorian life. <laughs> well, I mean, this. The, no, this Endorian yeah, life. My Endorian yeah. wife. <laughs> Take my Endorian wife, please. <laughs> She's literally out of this world. <laughs> This Andorian Life, a new Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network, coming to your feed May 25th. Hail you nostalgic cats on roofs that are hot and tin. Welcome to 902 and here we go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I've seen these episodes for the first time. Well, I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at HereWeGoPod. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. You know what, Kendra? We should take a minute to shout out our social media here because, first of all, we always say you can follow us on Twitter, but technically we do have a Facebook page sure. that I add it to every single week, even though no one cares. But I'm... <laughs> but I do... You're doing it. I am doing it. But I also want to thank one of our Twitter followers because she solved a mystery for us. So a couple episodes back, we were talking about Cress Williams being credited in the 60s episode, The Time Has Come Today. He's in the credits, and even IMDb says that he's credited but not actually there, right? So, like, Mm. we just kind of believed that. We watched for him. We didn't see him well BabyGirlNY8680 on Twitter sent screenshots of Cress Williams dressed as Uncle Sam in one of those one of those like cacophonous scenes where tons of stuff is going on. Huh. And as soon you know, as I think I remember that, yeah. but I didn't realize it was him. As soon as I saw the screenshots, I was like, oh, that is Cress Williams. So yeah, so she solved the mystery for us. So we are we are now redacting saying that that Deshaun is not in the episode because there he was as Uncle Sam. So once again. Thank you to our uh, yes, thank you so much to our uh, listeners on Twitter. Anyway, today we're discussing ep- season four, episode twenty-eight, acting out. Yeah, well, let's crack open the condor. Condor is committed to professional standards, professional ethics. The weak need not apply. All right, this episode originally aired on April twenty-seventh of nineteen ninety-four couple of movies to mention when a man loves a woman starring meg ryan andy garcia and philip seymour hoffman that's a weird cast it is huh it is a weird cast i don't remember this this no i don't remember it and with honors starring joe pesci brendan fraser moira kelly and patrick dempsey i don't remember an interesting cast it is i don't remember that one either i i've I've definitely never heard of that huh okay 
TV-wise, a couple great shows. April 15th, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I, a good one. I loved Space Ghost. It was more in my high school years that we were really, like, constantly quoting Space Ghost. But it went right into my college years. And even today, I'll, I'll quote some Space Ghost and some Brack anytime the spirit moves me. So <laughs> I've oh, only yeah. seen I've only seen like bits and pieces of it, but it's it's always funny every it time is. I see it. I've seen a lot of uh Harvey Birdman. I guess that's oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen more of. There's an that Harvey Birdman kind of indirectly spins out of Space Ghost because there's an episode where Space Ghost is gone or they're doing a thing where Birdman hosts in his place. And it's a total it's a different voice and the character is very different, but they do call him Harvey in that episode. So I think that's kind of where it came from. It's funny. It's just very different. April 16th, all that. Another one. On Nickelodeon. Great. The Keenan doing Everyday French with Pierre Escargot is still funny to me. I love that I've been watching Keenan since like I know. I was that age and now I'm you yeah. know watching the adult sketch yep. comedy show. Yep. Great. April 28th, The Simpsons aired its 100th episode wow. and entered syndication. Wow. Still going. I know. Day of recording, yeah. still going. Yeah. I noticed you didn't say still going strong. Well, I can't speak to that. <laughs> I've only seen the first couple of seasons. Okay. We stopped watching it. We need to get back into it. Eric keeps saying that I, I wanted us to stop, but that's not even true. Mm. I was fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. We just All right. to get back into it. The Billboard Top 100 is not too different than it was, but I will mention the top songs here. We have The Sign by Ace of Bass. Okay. Most Beautiful Girl in the World by Prince. Without You slash Never Forget You by Mariah Carey. Mm-mm-mm-mm <laughs> by The Crash Test Dummies. And Power of Love by Celine Dion. Kendra, are any of these going to be featured on 90s Music Got Me Like? Maybe. Any of these? Probably in... the sign. Okay. The sign I could see. All right. What, so that's I don't know potential. how the mm song goes. <laughs> it's got a great title. That's all yeah. that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. Well, I will, Kendra. In 2007, Kathleen Robertson appeared as Azcadelia in the sci-fi miniseries Tin Man. It was a reimagining of The Wizard of Oz starring Zoe Deschanel, Alan Cummings, and Neil McDonough. Did you watch this? I really, I really liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was very oh, cool. Oh, I did not watch this one, but I remember okay. it coming out. Yeah, it was. It seemed like it was pretty popular at the time. But I remember, and I also remember specifically being like, "It's Claire from 90210 when Kathleen Robertson showed up in that. So it's good. I, I think it holds up. You, you said her character's name, name like it wasn't a super weird name to read. I know. Yeah. Great job. Very natural. All right. Well, let's look at the synopsis for the episode today called "Acting Out." Uh, and they certainly do. Mm-hmm. When Brenda and Kelly are called back to final auditions, the resulting competition puts a serious strain on their friendship. Hmm. Meanwhile, Brandon is still being pursued by Claire, who tricks him into taking her out to her senior prom. Sort of. Yeah. Okay. Also, Andrea's having some issues. She sure is. <laughs> yeah, you toss that in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? This episode was directed by Jess Melman and written by Chip Johannitson. Lots of returning players this time. Joey Tetta as Nat, Carrie Keene as Suzanne, Noli Thornton as Erica. Of course, we have Kathleen Robinson as the very stable Claire Arnold. Nicholas Pryor is back as Chancellor Arnold. Tracy Middendorf as Laura Kingman. 
Uh, Jason Carter as Roy Randolph, Pierre Epstein as Eddie, and David Hayward as Kevin Weaver. All back. All back for more. Uh, we have some new cast members popping in just for this time. We have Vanessa Lee Asher as Renee. First of five acting credits, she was also in shows like Weird Science and L.A. Firefighters. We have Jason Magic as Peter Salas. Uh, he appeared in Who's the Boss, Jake and the Fat Man, and Fart, the movie. Again, Kendra. Fart, the movie. That's, and that's a childhood favorite of yours, if I'm remembering right. That's one <laughs> that you really... I have no idea what that movie oh, is. Oh, right. You don't no know. <laughs> Got it. Understood. We have Eric Bruscotter as, and I love this character name, Belligerent Guy belligerent guy belligerent guy yeah he's pretty belligerent he appeared in many shows including quantum leap which i am required to say uh six feet under and glee he also appeared in the movie starship troopers with dinah meyer oh yeah who plays lucinda and crimson tide crimson tide is a good movie have you seen that i haven't seen it like since it came out is that but, the movie that everyone, you and my brother, were arguing over? No, but it, but you're talking about Hunt for Red October. Oh, Because yes. your brother always says, The Hunt for the Red October, and it <laughs> just shakes my brain inside my head. <laughs> but you're not far off, because Crimson Tide is another submarine movie, but this one stars Gene Hackman and Denzel Washington. Very gotcha. good. I have never seen it. It's good. I like it. We have Bill Mundy as the hotel manager. He is more prominently uh, a voice actor. So he did things like Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, but he also appeared in things like Deep Space Nine, The Dead Zone, and Smallville, and the Superbook reboot. Kendra. Yeah. I know. I I need to watch it. We love some Superbook. I do. The new stuff doesn't have the same charm as the old stuff. I'm sure. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Finally, you have Richard Myro as the Doctor. Another voice actor here. He did the English dub voices for animes like Mobile Suit Gundam, Lupin the Third, Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind, The Ghost in the Shell, and he's also credited as additional crew on many movies, Chronicles of Riddick, Shark Tale, all the way up to Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar, which we keep talking about. I know, we keep mentioning it. So whatever. Very cool. He's there. Two people in this episode are voice actors for Mobile Suit Gundam. Yeah, that's weird. Like, I love Gundam. That's a strange... I grew up watching that show. Connection. Well, you remember the guy who played uh, the the frat buddy, Artie Devers, was was, uh, also uh, crew in Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Oh, yeah. Not a weird little connection here. But anyway, that's uh, that's who we got on the docket today. All right. Episode 28, Acting Out. We start at the beach, and I just wrote, Brenda is so alone. <laughs> that's true. She needs She's a, just so alone. She needs to find another journal. She's just she like can... sitting. <laughs> I know. She's just like sitting on the rocks, looking at the ocean by yeah. herself. And then she uh, walks along the beach, ends up going to Kelly Donna David's where they are giving Kelly an acting book mm-hmm. that they picked up. They're yeah. very excited for her callbacks in this play. Uh, and Brenda comes in hot. Oh my gosh, she sure does. She is like you backstabbing yeah. piece of poop. Yeah. <laughs> How and it's, dare you? You know, honestly, this conflict between them, I am almost 100% on Kelly's side, and yet Kelly does purposely not tell her. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, the thing. she was not up front with her about it. No. And even when Brenda comes this morning, she's not like, crazy, right, that I got a call back for this? I mean, who yeah. saw that coming? She's kind of like, oh, that? Well, uh, you know. I, uh, I don't know. Part of me is like, you know, be a friend. You know that your best friend is auditioning for this part and wants it really bad. Like, yeah. don't, don't go for it. Yeah. She, you could have just told him, no, I don't want to read for that part. Yeah. But... 
I don't know. But the other part of me is like, if she's the best person for it. Right. Yeah. And also she's only doing it because Brenda like begged her to audition. You know what I mean? So it just kind of worked out. And it's not like she went behind Brenda's back about the audition, but it is the fact that she has had multiple opportunities to clear the air and she hasn't. Yeah. Shows you that Kelly's got a little something going on here more than just like, it was an accident. Yeah. So Brenda's response, like she says things like, stab me in the back, I bleed. And uh, get get your own life. Stop trying to steal mine. Yeah. I feel like Brenda's, I feel like this is too hard. Like I, I totally, like Brenda being irritated 100% because Kelly doesn't, tell her the truth you know but she's so intense about it she's she's in dramatic mode she is yeah for sure donna's like please you're scaring them pumpy (laughs) i like that david was like quite the performance yeah down (laughs) after they're done fighting that's pretty much the extent of david's uh role in this episode so (laughs) at uh steve's dorm brandon walks in and laura and steve are making out yeah a little so, development there, yeah. Yeah, a little development there. And um, Brandon's there because they're supposed to be going to play ball or something. Yeah. And Steve is kind of like, just don't say anything. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear your comments about Laura. As they're walking to their game or whatever, they run into the chancellor. And he's like, oh, tell, yeah. Brand- tell your friend to stop going behind my back. And Brandon's like, what? <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, but apparently, he's taking Claire to her senior prom. Yeah, of course. And, sure. Uh, yeah, so he plays that off. Mm-hmm. Claire strikes again. Yeah, she does. Yes. Uh, at the beach bit. Kelly is trying to back out of this trip that she's... Beach day she's supposed to do with Dylan and Erica and all Yeah. Them. I don't um, fully understand Kelly's attitude about the beach and Erica and everything, but... I. I don't either, other than they've just been... I mean, I guess she and Dylan have just been kind of testy with each other. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But she's she's using the audition as an excuse. Like, she's... Mm -hmm. She needs to prepare for it more or something. Dylan is... uh, He's not playing it safe here. No. He's full out saying, like... You know, Brenda has a right to be upset. I know, yeah. Why are you even doing this if you knew Brenda wanted to do it? And look at it from her point of view. And uh, Kelly's like, well, you never look at anything from my point of view. Not a not an unfair point to be made. Yeah. Brandon walks in and Claire is reading Nat's palm. Mm. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's the thing that that's happens. That's it, yep, that's yeah. the extent, yep. Uh, and... St- Steve's like, hey, if you need any future prom dates, please consider me. Yeah. Because I would gladly take you. Brandon is like he's, I don't know. I guess he's annoyed, but he's not like, fix this. I am not going to the prom with you. Yeah. Uh, he's like, uh, yeah, you. it's it's weird. I mean, he. I guess he's just interested in her. I mean, I guess that's just, yeah, I don't I see another is, way to read he, it. Yeah, but he doesn't want to be, but he is. I don't know. Uh, Steve and Kelly are like watching their exchange and like talking about Claire mm-hmm. uh, because Kelly, you'll remember, roomed with Claire. Right, so which she, we get a nice, we get lots of little callbacks in this episode, but that's one right there where she calls back to their rooming. Yeah. 
Kelly is off to do some special training. They're having like a training session with Roy Randolph for mm-hmm. this audition. This is a intense audition. Process. It is. It I really mean, is. You used to you used to direct college plays. I did. Yeah. I feel like we did it. Have special it training was, sessions no, it for was, callbacks. It was not as intense as this. No, I have to say. First of all, we have a little bit of dialogue about Steve helping Laura. I feel that Kelly has a right to be mad at Steve for just like hanging out with Laura. Don't you think? No. Because she really, she really put herself on the line for him and really, like, you know, shared a pretty traumatic event from her life to, like, take the spotlight off of Steve because Laura was supposedly going to, like, lie about him. And so the fact that he's just sort of like, oh, it's forgiven, is a little, I don't know, I guess I thought there was going to be a little bit of friction there. Like Kelly being like, hey, man, I stood up for you and you're putting yourself, but we don't get that. Which is yeah, weird. the only friction for Kelly is that she feels like Laura has Steve and Brenda has, you know, I guess Dylan. Yeah, that's not really fair, but yeah. So she has no one in her yeah. corner for this. Yeah. I will say I do kind of like this audition setup, the way that they're like, you know, trying out multiple people. And, and I mean, I think that would be kind of cool. It feels like a reality show more than an audition. But, yeah. you know, it was, yeah. it was interesting. And all of the people who were top contenders, like they got a chance to work with him and he got a chance to sort of try different things. So I, I definitely thought it was cool, but it was a lot. It was, yeah. So at the theater, Randolph is giving direction about the scene and how Maggie should be acting. He brings up, um, what does he bring up? Like alcoholism yeah. or something? And so Kelly, he kind of notices Kelly react to that. And so then Kelly brings up how her boyfriend and her mother are both recovering alcoholics. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he he calls Kelly up first to do this scene and he she does the scene with Randolph reading the opposite lines. Yeah. Um I got to say Jenny Garth is the best at these in my opinion. She's very good. Yeah. yeah. She sells it in a way the other two just don't. So Yeah. Her uh yeah, Laura is just over the top. Oh my gosh, yes. And Brenda's accent is just, you know, kind of mm-hmm. iffy, but mm-hmm. she Jenny Garth is just very natural. She is. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, Randolph is impressed with her, uh, with her doing the scene. All right, poor Andrea. She oh is gosh. still feeling strange. If you'll remember, in the last episode, she got checked out. The doctor's like, you're fine. Everyone says she's fine, but she's like, I'm not fine. And she still doesn't think everything is fine. Yeah. Jesse, very sensitively, gives her an exercise video. What the heck? I know. He's like, all of her feelings, he's like, oh, don't be stupid. You don't know anything about your own body. And then he's like, are you feeling bad? Why don't you exercise? Why don't you work out some more? Here's a pregnancy oh exercise video. And then he's like, I'm going on a trip. Bye. Yeah. The worst. to San Francisco. This character is just poorly written. Yeah. You know, I remember sort of never really like liking the character, but when I watch it like as a fully grown adult at this point... It's just not a well-written character. I don't think it has much to do with his acting, even. He's just given nothing but being, like, a square, you know. Uh, he just doesn't have any depth to him. And I don't yeah. I don't know that that changes, frankly. I don't remember it changing. So we'll see. We'll see. At the beach, Kelly does um, meet up with Dylan and Erica and Suzanne and Kevin. And she's a little late, so Dylan's like, Oh, I thought maybe you weren't coming. And she tries to tell him about her rehearsal, but he just like doesn't want to hear it. No, he's like, you can tell me about that later. Right now, we got we got to play with my new family. 
Yeah, I don't understand his aversion to her being an actress. No. Or wanting to talk about it. No. I don't don't understand why he acts that way. I know, I don't get it either. Through the whole episode. No, it's true. I will say there's a really cool shot of them on the beach that I like that was different from things we've seen in the past. Um, It's sort of like a low angle looking up at them talking on the beach. And I just, it struck me as unusual, so I noted it because I liked it. Do you remember this? I don't. Okay, well, it was cool and I liked it. Kelly meets Kevin for the first time. Yes. Dylan and Kevin are off to see what? sludge. And he's like, he's like, don't worry, Kelly. It'll just be a full hour. An hour. An hour for her Maybe to just look at sludge for yeah. an hour. Yeah. While well, she just like sits there with people she doesn't really know. Yeah. So cool. Awkward. Back on campus, Donna and Brenda are having lunch, and Brenda's talking about oh i can't go to the sorority meeting because of the auditions this yeah these auditions are getting a lot of uh they're really stretching these out they are you don't need that yeah. much time to yeah. prepare oh it's a lot for this audition uh and laura walks in talking to roy randolph and so brenda like jumps up and mm-hmm. also goes to talk to him mm-hmm. laura is uh she's she's putting in the work she I sure guess. is she sure every is every time we see him she's she's there work work Work, work. Fine. Back at the beach, uh, Kevin and Dylan come up. They're talking about bacteria, and uh, I can't remember how what it leads to. But Kevin's like, you know what else is beautiful, Suzanne. <laughs> Super beautiful. <laughs> yep. And then we have this cute little scene where um, Kevin comes back and they're like, oh, you took so long. And Erica's like, will someone go swimming with me? And then Suzanne and Kevin like carry her. Yeah, they're like, you want to go swimming? We're a happy family. <laughs> it's kind of cute. It was cute. Kelly is makes it very clear that she does not like being dumped with yeah. Erica. Yeah, yeah. And Dylan's like, well, that's my sister, so yeah, deal well, with but, it. I mean, Kelly was saying, like, you blew me off. And yeah. Dylan's like, well, if you don't love my sister. And it's like, yeah. what? <laughs> he also says, like, he doesn't want to hear about the same fights she's been having with Brenda for two years. And it's just mm-hmm. like, first of all, bro, you're the cause of those fights. And second of all, like, this has not been an ongoing thing. So I don't know. Dylan is just having a moment in this episode. I don't fully understand it. But he's being a jerk. He says he isn't interested in her behaving like an actress. Yeah. Um, and then she says, if you're going to clean up, does she say if you're going to clean up, you should start with yourself? She says something like that. Well, because they're talking about cleaning up the beach, cleaning okay. up the ocean. I think that's okay. the, yeah. And then she, uh, she gets out of there. Kelly out. That's a wrap on Jenny Garth. Yep. At the Peach Pit, Andrea is having some milkshakes with Donna. Mm-hmm. She's very happy for the company. And Donna is, like, talking about she feels like whatever held them together in high school, like, the whole gang yeah, um, is just gone and that everyone is so changed. And Andrea's like, well, I haven't changed. And she... Poor Donna. She's not sensitive at all. She's no. like, a year ago, you were a virgin on your way to Yale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now she's like, then there was Dan, and then there was Jesse, and then you were pregnant, and then you got married, and Andrea's like, whoa. <laughs> And Andrea has. She's like, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. You go. <laughs> she says, "I liked being virgins with you, but 
but that's over now. That feels like a placeholder line to me. Like, don't just say that, you know? It was very <laughs> awkward. Yeah, so Andrea's very offended. She gets up and leaves. Yeah. I don't blame her, honestly. I, I do, I don't know what Donna was, what point Donna was trying to make there, but it was not a sensitive point. Yeah. Uh, Brandon arrives at the Chancellor's. I guess the prom is that He's on. It's on yeah. like Donkey Kong, yeah. Uh, so he brought her a corsage, which is very nice. It's cute. Her prom dress is like a short black dress. Yes, it is. Yeah. Not what I think of when I think of prom, but I think every time we've seen a prom dress on this show, it has not been my idea of a prom dress. Yeah. I so remember. Maybe that's just the, a 90s thing. Yeah, I do. I remember short formal dresses for a while. Yeah. Brandon's like, well, I hope you like not dancing because I will not be dancing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, oh, you think I'm going to waste this night at a high school dance? And then she's like, you're in for a wild ride. Yeah. He like, the chancellor makes them stand really close to take a picture. So, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see where their night goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the next scene, actually, because they go to a party at a hotel. Yeah. They meet up with Claire's friends, yeah. Renee and Pete? Something. Yeah, I think you're right. Pete. Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Brandon doesn't want to drink. He's like, oh, I wrapped my wrapped my car around a telephone pole, so I'm not really here to drink. That's another callback, yep. Yeah. He's not here to dance. He's not here to drink. Mm-mm. And Claire at first is like, oh, well, I'm just happy you're here. But then her friends keep calling her to the floor. So mm-hmm. Brandon tells her to go dance. So she goes to dance with them. Yep. Yep. And then he does drink. Yeah. He's like, when in Rome, and he grabs a beer. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was going to be a thing, and then was definitely no, not a thing. not a thing at all. Okay. At Kelly, Don, and David's. Kelly is just snuggling with the puppy. With a little rocky, too. Talking to, baby. talking to him about her problems. Mm-hmm. Donna comes in and then, you know, tells her all the stuff she said to Andrea. And Kelly's like, why did you, why did you say that? Why would you say that to her? Right, yeah. I think it's interesting that, I thought it was just going to be that Donna just said those things and didn't realize it. But this scene is all about Donna being like, I don't know what was wrong with me. I just had all these things inside of me that came out. I thought it was really unusual that she was had the self-awareness and acknowledged that she had behaved that way because usually that happens in shows and people are just kind of like moved past it but she really was like what the heck was that about which i yeah. just thought it was interesting yeah kelly is talking about auditioning for the play and how she really she doesn't even really like acting she yeah. doesn't really want to do it but at this point it's just because brenda is being this way that she is still hanging on mm-hmm. to to do it um, and Donna is basically like, Brenda is very threatened by you. Like, she told me she was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you don't need to be threatened by her. Neither of you need to be threatened by each other. Right, yeah. Kind of thing. Back at the party, Pete says that Claire doesn't really drink, but she has been drinking. Yeah. She's acting tipsy. She is, yeah. She's, like, looking over the balcony of this hotel room, and there's some guys on the ground who are like, hey, what's the room number? Mm-hmm. And she tells them their room number and then pours drink on them. Yeah, well, first she lifts her dress completely. Oh, yeah. She Don't forget that. Them. But before that happens, too, when the guy's like, she doesn't really drink, Brandon's like, so she just is perfect already. Mm-hmm. And I could, I mean, it seemed like that was a sarcastic line, but he didn't deliver it in a sarcastic way at all. 
didn't so I, think it was supposed to be sarcastic. Yeah, so I think yeah, it was just a confusing moment. But yeah, she flashes the guys, tells them what room it is, and lo and behold. They come on in. Yeah, and they're they're like banging on the door, and the whole party is just silent, listening yeah. to these guys banging on the door. Which I'm really, conf- I mean, I guess this is just like a suite, but it really looks like a full apartment. Yeah. You know, like with the full kitchen and everything. And I was like, whose room is this? Because like, it was it was a little confusing what the scenario was. But yes, everybody's quiet. And Brandon's like, if we just stay quiet, maybe they'll go away. And she's like, that's stupid. You know, super loud. And... Uh, so yeah, so he goes to the door, the chain's on the door. So he like opens it and is like, hey, no thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Closes the door. And the guy like breaks down the door. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you can break down a hotel room door like that. Well, that was the other thing. I mean, the the wood frame and everything. Again, it was like a very apartment kind of doors. It didn't it didn't feel like a hotel to me at all. So it was strange. Well, it was. Yes. The hotel manager in a minute, but uh, the guys get into a fist fight with Brandon, who handles them quite nicely. He does. He pulls out Both his Captain guys. Kirk punch and really yeah. goes for it. Yeah. Yep. The hotel manager comes in and kicks the guys out and then kicks everybody out mm-hmm. uh and they they've made a big mess so brandon has to pay them off yeah uh, because he doesn't want to call the chancellor which is what claire says she's like i'll call my dad and he'll take care of all this and brandon's like no you will not no yeah. you won't yep and even after everyone gets kicked out she's like "Ooh, alone at last she yeah. just like is never stopping i know it's crazy she never stops Back at Andrea's, she's doing the exercise video while eating ice cream. That's the way. Which, yeah, yeah, that's the correct way to exercise. Mm-hmm. Donna comes to see her, and we have an all is forgiven moment. We sure do. We I I don't if you I don't know if you took note of this, but we've had stupid Donna for quite a while. But this week we have wise Donna. Wise Donna. They're yes. wise beyond her years, Donna. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so she invites her in for ice cream. Yeah, and Andrea's real apologetic, and I'm like, you didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, mean, yeah, I guess she was overly sensitive. She was, she she was short. She could have, she doesn't need to apologize. Yeah, I mean, she could have stayed and listened to more of an explanation, but, you know, she didn't actually do anything. So she's on her way to the fridge to get some ice cream, and... Uh, something something happens. She's in sudden pain, and she's like, I think I'm going into labor. Right. So Donna calls the doctor. The doctor isn't available, so she's like, well, tell, tell the doctor we're on our way to the mm-hmm. hospital. And the scene ends with Andrea saying that she thinks she's losing the baby. Yeah, upsetting. I wonder what it'd be like to act like that when you're actually I know. pregnant. I know, yeah. I know. Like, could you actually throw yourself into something if you're acting yeah. well enough? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yes, I think you could. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. At the theater, Steve is still coaching Laura. They're like on the stage. I would like to make a formal request that I never have to watch Laura act one of these scenes again. Can uh, we? Yeah. Can we make that happen? It's, it's a lot of. It is. Chewing, chewing it's the. Horrible. The horrible. Yeah. Over the top. And here's what I can't decide. I think I think the show's view on this is that she's supposed to be nailing it. Yeah, I think right? so too. Yeah, but she is not. Yeah. Steve wants her to wear this white kind of lingerie dress yeah. mm-hmm. that 
his mother wore when she did the role. Is that right? Is that yeah. supposed to be her dress? Yeah. And I just want to make sure that we've parsed this all out. Steve is giving his girlfriend his mother's lingerie. Yes. Is that right? Do yeah. I have that right? Okay. Correct. Okay. Correct. Cool. Uh, they start kissing again. They're interrupted by a janitor and he's like, oh, how do you feel? Steve is. Yeah. She's like, like a, like a cat on a hot tin roof. That's the name of the play. So She's ready to go. She is. Back at the party, Claire straightened everything up while Brandon is uh, looking at his uh, shiner mm-hmm. in the mirror. Apparently, he had to pay three hundred dollars. Not not too bad. No, actually. it's not bad. Not yeah, because because uh, they a lot of, before people left, they ponied up some dough. Oh, so, yeah. but that and, was the leftover. Yeah, and Claire said she's gonna uh, she's gonna pay him back. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we should have called my dad. And he's like, what are we going to tell him? That you flashed a guy and then you poured alcohol on him and then Brandon beat him up? Yeah. Like, what, do, what were we going to say? Not a good story here. I hate this next I hate this next part because she, like, runs to the balcony and she's, like, yeah. all sad. And she's like, I should just jump off this balcony. And yep. my life is the worst. And... Oh, I wish I could strangle myself with my own hands. So dramatic. Yeah. Poor, poor Claire. I guess. Um, and he, and then after that, he like comforts her. Yeah, he he like, does hey, fall we're for in it. A hotel. Yeah, I don't think they're consistent with Brandon's feelings towards Claire. Yeah. I really don't because everything he says is that he's not interested, but he acts kind of just like they're dating anyway. So I don't know. It's just a weird. It's a weird line for him to be walking here. Well, she suggests they use the hotel room, but yeah. uh, he says that he's taking her home. Mm-hmm. They're going home. Yeah. At the hospital, Andrea got an injection to stop labor, and basically they said she needs to be on bed rest, but that she's going to be fine, mm-hmm. and that what happened was uh, normal. Yeah. Or not normal, but it happens. Right. It's a thing that happens. And Donna says that she is going to watch her. Every day until the baby is born. She's mm-hmm. not going to let her be by herself. No. At the Walsh house, Kelly comes to see Brenda and tells her that she's going to drop out of the play. She's not going to audition. <laughs> is this our only Jim Walsh? Is this our only Walsh parent scene? I think so. Because yeah. Jim's like, Brenda, who's he, there? He like, comes down in his robe for a yeah. second. He walks on like disheveled hair in a robe for two seconds. Oh, okay, good night. he's ever had. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> a paycheck right there for Jim's house. I don't think house. I see Cindy. I don't think so, no. Yeah. Brenda doesn't want Randolph to blame her for Kelly dropping out um, because she knows that Randolph likes her. Right. And then they have this conversation about Kelly feels like every time something good happens to Brenda, she's getting left behind and how, oh, I was jealous of you in high school, but I was jealous of you in high school. (laughs) Right. And we get a call back uh, to the first day they met when they went shopping and Brenda really liked this jacket, but then Kelly ended up mm-hmm. buying the jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time ago. Very long time ago. Kelly really wants Brenda to be Maggie, and yeah. she's gonna she's gonna help her. So they go inside and practice more. This is tough because I guess they do a decent job of really selling the fact that Kelly genuinely doesn't want to be in this play. Yeah, but I do kind of hate that she quits. Yeah, you know because I don't. I don't know. Brenda's just so awful about it. I hate that. Because Brenda's not even like, no, you're good. You should do it. She doesn't even pay lip service to trying to be like, no, you don't have to. No. She's just like, great. All right. So come on. And I just, it makes me mad. Yeah. 
Back at Andrea's, David and Donna are taking care of Andrea, uh, bringing her some food. And uh, Jesse comes back. Donna called him, so he's back. And Donna uh, tells them that she is worried that she was the cause of what Mm -hmm. happened because she upset Andrea at the beach pit. But they're, uh, they say no. Yeah, but to your earlier point, I was kind of like, but, <laughs> I mean, but... she did upset her pretty bad while she's all by herself, and then she went home by herself to continue to be upset. So maybe a little? Maybe a little. At the auditions, Laura once again walks in with Randolph. She's yeah. all cozy with him. Kelly tells Randolph that she is not going to audition, and... He's like, but I can lift you out of this frivolous life of sorority mm-hmm. parties. Mm-hmm. And he's it, he's very dramatic about the whole thing. He like kisses her on the head and tells her she could have been a contender. Yeah. And he he walks away and she's like, man, what a strange guy. Yeah. Her reactions in that whole scene are just hilarious to me. When he like grabs her face and kisses her head and she's kind of like squinting her eyes, being like, oh, fine. <laughs> this is right. weird. Brandon and Steve arrive, and they all three sneak into the back to watch the auditions. Yeah. Brandon thinks that he's free of Claire. He's like, nope, it's over. Mm -hmm. We're done with that. She understands that now. Brenda and Laura are backstage. Laura's up first, and Brenda tells her good luck, and Laura doesn't even look at her. She just walks. Just walks onto the stage. She's got crazy nailed down. She just, just crazy just oozes from every pore on her. Yep. Yep. In the scene as well, because she like, I mean, her eyes are just like bulging out of her head. Yeah. They're so wide. It is a very crazy delivery. Yeah. So she does the scene. Uh, It's very over the top. Mm -hmm. But Brandon, Steve and Kelly seem to be like, wow. Yeah. That's Laura. Yeah. Wow. That's really good. Brenda's watching and she like goes back to the mirror, takes her hair down and I guess she's nervous, yeah. is, is what we're supposed to be seeing. And uh, somebody says that she was fantastic. I can't remember who said It's Rory. That. It's Roy. Yeah. Roy says she was See, fantastic. I still think of him as Rory Randolph, but it's yeah. just Roy. Yeah, he says it. Yeah, and Brenda's, Brenda's sort of freaking out, and yeah, she messes with her hair and everything, and then she's, she goes on, and her delivery is very different. I was kind of impressed with that, that they... They do successfully have them do completely different takes on the character, which I like, you know. Yeah, but then in the middle of the scene, she's just like, oh, I think I missed some lines. Can I start over? Yeah. She just, like, flubs it. Yep. So. And everybody's like, oh, you hate to uh, see that. Oh, darn it. After the audition, she, uh, you know, runs out of the building. Brandon chases after her. and She's like, this was my one chance to turn my life around. Yep. Because her life is in the toilet right yep, now. Yep. So, yeah. So, she's upset. She she leaves. Claire arrives. She had gone by the Walsh house to learn where Brandon was. So, uh, yeah. She's... he. Well, he is like, don't do that. Don't call me. Don't talk to me. Don't do anything that involves me. And yeah. as everyone walks away, she's like, oh, you didn't mean that. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. At Dylan's, Kelly comes to tell Dylan that she dropped out and that she hates acting. Yeah. She hates it. And now he can love her again. Yeah. 
And, well, she, she says, like, at the beach, I was trying to tell you that I learned through this that I don't like it. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, well, if I had known that's what you were going to say, I would yeah. have listened. And she's like, well, you got to listen first. Right, yeah. So yeah. I can tell you what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also tells, she also tells Dylan that Brenda choked. She did. She sure and, did. She sure did, yeah. And they're like, you know, she's not as strong as she seems. And he's like, no, she's really fragile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Yes. But the last scene is Brenda goes to Randolph's house in a sexy dress. And she's like, Plunging. I want to read from Maggie one more time. Plunging neckline. Plunging. She says, I know you don't believe in second chances, but I want to show you that I am Maggie the cat. And he's like, show me what you've got. Yep. You know, that's in. it. Kendra, I know we haven't gotten there yet. That was the most Melrose Place scene I've ever seen. And I'm including the entirety of Melrose Place. Like that <laughs> scene, the lighting, the necklines, the furtive glances was the most Melrose Placey this show will ever be. <laughs> nice. So it was a real, real dynamite moment. What was your 90210 snap, Kendra? Um. Maybe when Andrea. Uh, oh, okay. When she says she's losing the baby and when stuff. She says okay. she's losing the baby, yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the scene with Claire on the balcony where she's like, I'm going to jump off, Brandon, yeah. is uh, is pretty dramatic, but I got to give it to that Melrose Place scene at the end. It's just yeah. so, like, there was no saxophone or saxophone, as it's called on this show, but I felt it. I heard it. I heard that saxophone play, even though they yeah. didn't air it. So yeah. I got to give it to that. What do you think? Does the episode hold up? Yeah, I think so. I enjoyed watching it. Uh, so I would I would say yes, with with some caveats. Like, I just don't understand why Dylan is so dismissive to Kelly. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, uh, what's the word? Just, like, made up for the episode. Yeah. Like, out of the blue. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. With Dylan. Definitely. But, uh, but overall, I enjoyed watching yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's solid. How many episodes do we have in the season? Do you remember? 31 I want to okay, say. Okay, so yeah, we're uh we're getting there. We, got we are getting there. That's pretty exciting. Um yeah, I like I said, I think it uh, I think it holds up. I think it holds up. It's just there's, there's some I feel like we're getting to the end of the season and they're like, "Okay, wait, we need a little bit more drama." So let's amp this up here. Yeah, because 30 31. So we have three 31. more episodes. Okay. Because I feel like in seasons past, we kind of you could kind of feel what we were leading up to, you know? Like, season one had yeah. the whole, the Walshers are going to move. Season two had the whole, like, Dylan-Brenda thing that was heading for a big explosion. Like, season three is graduation. Season four, it's like, what exactly... Yeah, where are we going? ...are we building to here? Like, it, it, there's not really been a season-long arc, and I don't think there's any story that's going to, like... I think the like... only arc has been... And even that it didn't come up to, like, halfway through, but Brandon on this... Uh task force yeah but it's so boring you yeah. know and it kind oh, it's of very boring it kind of felt like the like they were i don't know there are things that i think could have been a season arc that they kind of dropped forever ago did so, jesse and so jesse and andrea met this season yes and got married and pregnant this yeah season. yeah that's a lot yep she yep, has changed she has yeah you're right <laughs> you are right Okay, well, I'm excited to see where we go from here. But I'll tell you that outside of the Radio Meanwhile Network, Kendra, I'm the host of House Things, the podcast and radio show from the David A. Howe Public Library. You can find it at soundcloud.com slash all the books 
or anywhere you get your podcast, Kendra. I'm talking to best-selling author Tess Garrickson this week, so good times. Woo. What about you? What are you guys talking about? You had a most recently you had a re-air. So we what's, did, yeah. yes, because uh, just because you know life, life, baby. Yeah, I get but, it. But uh, we'll be back. We'll be back this next week with a fresh episode of 90s Music Got Me Like, a podcast that I yeah. do with my husband Eric. Mm-hmm. Where each week we talk about a different 90s song. I just listened to your Getting Jiggy With It episode. I gotta say, I'm with Eric. I don't think the cigar reference was a Spice All Girls right, well, callback. Believe what you will. I was with you until I heard it. And then I was like, I don't think so. So, you know, listeners, Every you're going to... Every time I hear it, I'm just... I'm no, I definitely... I hear what you're saying, but I don't think that that's what he's doing. But right. listeners are going to have to decide for themselves by listening to so. 90s music got me like. So you can go find that. So. Yes. All right. Well, until then, you can join us next week as we continue our 90210 discussion with Season 4, Episode 29, Truth and Consequence. Ooh. 90210, here we go. Here we go.